Welcome, welcome into Prep Sports Weekly Replay. My name is Eric Book here, and what a show we have for you today. You've been waiting all summer and all season long, but it is our best of season two, our best moments from the entire season two of Prep Sports Weekly Replay. We'll have that for you shortly, as well as inter- interviews with our teachers of the year from Hortonville, New London, and Clintonville. And that should be a pretty fantastic time with all of them. A few months ago in June, we were finally getting around to putting this out, and it should be a fantastic episode. And we have some big news toward the end with a special guest and a big musical appearance uh, coming up towards the end of this week's show. And you're not going to want to miss that because you have big news and a special musical guest, and that will be pretty fantastic for you to go ahead and check out. But this is podcast number 92 of the Prep Sports Weekly Replay podcast as part of our sports coverage for the New London Hortonville Press Star and the Clintonville Tribune Gazette newspaper. You can find this podcast on newlondonpressstar.com or clintonvilletribunegazette.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Go ahead and subscribe to Prep Sports Weekly Replay on any of your podcast apps. Show go straight to your phone when we post it. And you can find it on our social media pages on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Follow us there. This week's show is brought to you by Klein Automotive Clintonville. It's really, really real. Non-commissioned product specialists get paid on your satisfaction, not by how much to sell the vehicle for. See their expanded inventory at KleinAuto.com. Klein, real people, real value. And we will get right into it with our best of season two. Went in and watched, listened to every single episode and pulled out the best parts that I thought were deemed worthy of being in our best of season two collection. And that should be pretty awesome. Here it is. Our best of season two of Prep Sports Weekly Replay. And we're here with New London football, Jordan Van Evenhoven. Um, this one comes from Matthew Pietro. Did I say his name? Matthew, okay. On Instagram, uh, who has the biggest calf muscles on New London football? Probably me. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. What are you looking forward to going into this season? Um, I want to really beat some people to the ground, yeah. make some enemies. We talked with uh, Hortonville wide receiver Jay Con Owens. And then uh, if a touchdown catch, talk about that. Uh, toe drag swag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, toe drag swag. And we're here with Hortonville football. Start with Josh Geezy. This next one's from Clayton Rath on Instagram. He also asks for a Audrey impression. <laughs> okay. I don't know what that means. I'm sure it was good. Um, next up here with Bryce Smith. Who is your favorite teacher at Hortonville High School? Mrs. Breaker. She's the loveliest woman I ever met in my life. Jeez. Wow. Next up here with Evan Zaves. Who's your favorite athlete? Probably Brandon Velosky. Okay. Why is he your favorite? What does he do that just impresses you so much? He's, just, he's a beefcake. He can run. It's pretty sexy. Well, something we should know about Coach Tom Klaus, like he's not going to listen to this, so you can say whatever you want. Mm, probably that uh, he's got quite the beer belly, but the beard compliments it, so yeah. it really, it works well together. Right. It's a good combination. Finish off with Jackson Weister. Favorite holiday? Oh, Christmas, because I get lots of stuff. <laughs> and, and Valentine's Day for all the ladies out there. It's beautiful. And we're here with New London Girls Swimming. Up here with Lindsay Standifer. Who is the funniest teammate on New London Girls Swimming? Oh boy. Doesn't have to be done just because they're <laughs> Probably Sydney. Sydney, tell me a joke. Make me laugh. Um. Oh god, I have a whole bunch. Oh, why can't the toilet paper cross the road? Why? 
It got stuck in a crack. And I'm here with Hortonville Girls Golf. And we finished off with uh, Claire Tebow earlier. Earlier, she said you were the funniest teammate. Tell me a joke, make me laugh. <laughs> um. <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> you know that one ready, did you? <laughs> no. We're here with New London Girls Tennis. We're here with Kate Christian. Next one comes in from Tess Ruckdash on Instagram. Ask her to sing a verse from the song Amish Paradise. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Why not? No. I'm a horrible singer. I don't believe that. Sing it. No, I, I will. Just, just, the, just the words then. Just say the words. No, I can't. <laughs> okay. I wanted someone to sing Amish Paradise, and gosh darn it, someone's got to do it. Hit the music. As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain, but that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, the milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows, fool. Well, I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. Well, if you finish your chores and I finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. I've churned butter once or twice, living in an Amish paradise. It's hard work and sacrifice, living in an Amish paradise. We sell quilts at discount price, living in an Amish paradise. A local boy kicked me in the butt last week. I just smiled at him and I turned the other cheek. I really don't care, in fact I wish him well, because I'll be laughing my head off when he's burning in. Next up here with Megan Panko, who's the funniest team at New London Girls Tennis. Um... I would have to say Mariah Herder, my partner, because she just always makes little jokes during practice, and she's really funny. Mariah, she said you're the funniest teammate. Tell me a joke. Your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the funniest teammate. And we're here with Clintonville Girls Tennis. We start with Kelsey Keller. Homecoming coming up. What's your favorite home or uh, homecoming activity you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to powder puff and float building. Those are the most fun usually. Are you on the powder puff team? Yes, I am. Um, you expecting to win this year? Oh yeah, seniors are gonna dominate. Here with Emma Vanderbilt. What did you learn at school today? Tough how to one. make rice crispy treats. Oh, how do you how do you do it? <laughs> you just throw in some marshmallows into some Rice Krispies and put it in the microwave. Got it. I'll have to try that sometime. And here with uh, Clintonville Girls Volleyball, I'm here with Lizzie Weatherwax, uh, who is the funniest teammate on Clintonville Girls Volleyball. Oh my gosh, Lindsay May Carp is hilarious. She, oh my gosh, whenever we score, she, I love how she turns and she screams and she goes, ah, and her mouth get open so wide. It's so funny. <laughs> And we're here with Clintonville cheerleading. We're here with Brianna Malik. Bucket list item, what's one thing you want to do before you die? Um, have a boyfriend? <laughs> best, best of luck. And we're here with New London Cross Country. I'm here with Riley Titterson. This one comes in from Tucker Cole on Instagram. He said, <laughs> what is happening here? No, what, what do you think he's going to ask you? Uh, I know it's not going to be good. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, he said, ask Riley uh, how someone can get a vocabulary like his. <laughs> <laughs> With stupendous training, that's about it. 
finish off with uh, Sydney Strohshine. What's something we should know about your coach? And he's not going to listen to this. He can say whatever you want. Okay. Um, well, our coach, he's very supportive. Um, we give him a lot of respect because he treats us with respect. Um, he's just, he's kind of like one of us. I don't, I just, we all love him so much. So, I don't know. He's just, he's just a great guy. And I'm going to miss him a lot when I go into college. Yeah, any single. <laughs> <laughs> and a special guest just walked into our broadcasting studio. It's Hannah. Hannah, what would you like to say? Um. Who is your favorite guy? Um, Eric. Why is Eric your favorite? Because he is my favorite. I like him. Anything else you wanted to say? Um, I do really like coming to our house. I want to say something. Who's your favorite girl? Hannah. Okay. Thanks for joining the show, Hannah. Thank you for the show. And we're here with Clintonville Cross Country. We're here with Allie Schmeichel, who's the funniest teammate on Clintonville Cross Country. Probably Cameron Mall. Yeah? What does he do that's so funny? Um, he always makes jokes and... Him and Clay always beat each other up. Garrett Losey, after we're making the game-winning goal during the regional game. What's that feeling like when the ball goes through the net? You can't describe it. Your teammates rushing at you, you know you just won the game for them. It's unbelievable. New London's goalkeeper, Sam Youngie. Probably too stressful. I'm way too old for that. How <laughs> old are you? 14. Yeah. Noah Schiedermeyer. And how's it feel to be back to the state, but this time you have your old team with you? Pretty awesome. Like... I don't know, when Schaefer came onto the bus and shouted, we're going to stay, that was a pretty good feeling. The whole bus, like, roaring with excitement. And we're here with Horton Revival as we start with Emily Nelson. What do uh, you remember most about this volleyball season? Um, I'm definitely going to remember the people, especially the seniors, because we're just such a weird group. Really who's the, weird. Who's the weirdest? Eliza. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I thought so. Um, favorite teacher at Hortonville High School? Uh, my favorite teacher is Mr. Elke. I liked him better last year, but you know. You don't like him this year anymore? Yeah, he yells at me more this year, oh, no. so a little bit of a rough start with him. That's too bad. Yeah. I'm here with McKenna Krause. Favorite song? I like all songs. Let's pick one. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with... One Direction. <laughs> what makes you beautiful? <laughs> How does that song go? Can you sing it? Cause that's what makes you beautiful. <laughs> yeah! That's pretty good. Uh, and we're here with New and Viable. Let's start with Abby Gillespie. This first question comes in from Dylan Leahy on, on Instagram. It says, when, when you're in the court, do you consider yourself more of a little monkey hopping around or a big gorilla trying to slam it? <laughs> Um, I mean, I'd like to consider myself a big gorilla trying to slam it, but sometimes I'm just that little monkey. And we're here with Clinton, the boys soccer, with Sam Whitman. Superstitions or anything you do before games? Uh, I don't like to wash my socks too many times. Jeez. Sounds gross, but... What was, what was the last time you washed your socks? Yesterday. Okay, so it's... I think I've only washed them twice this season, though. That's don't, good. Don't tell anybody that. Okay. <laughs> Secret between you and me. Um, favorite, uh, favorite holiday? Uh, I really, I really like Halloween. Yeah. Halloween's not you gonna be dressed holiday. up this year? I'm definitely gonna get dressed up this year. What's your costume? Um, I might go around as Chad Doby. Why's that? I like dressing like a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs>
sorry, he's not listening to this. <laughs> okay. And we're here with New London Boys Soccer. We're here with George Mitz. This first question comes in from Dylan Leahy on, on uh, Instagram. All right, let's see if I can do this. How much porridge could a Georgie Porgy eat if a Georgie could eat porridge? Probably at least five bowls. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Um, this next one also comes or comes in from Nicholas Richie on Instagram. He said, "Please ask what he looks for in a girl." Um, a great personality. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's all that matters. Yeah. With Landon Guyette, bucket list item. What's one thing you want to do before you die? Um, probably meet tr Donald Trump. Yeah. So I can talk some crap. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you get that? You gonna get that chance? We'll see. And we're here with New London Wrestling. We're here with Brent Peterson. We got a few questions sent in. This one comes from Jacob Hoyer on Instagram. How are you so jacked? Oh, uh, you know, just in the weight room eating chicken. And yeah, just that does it up. Um, and this one comes in from Logan Losey on Twitter. Question for Peterson Ask him why uh, he wants to look like that. Uh, why do I want to look <laughs> like that? Because, you know, not many people can look like that. Sure. Being that jacked. I understand, yeah. I have the same problem myself. And we're here with Clintonville Girls Basketball. We're here with Chelsea Burling. Best moments on the Clintonville Girls Basketball team? Um, uh, I would say Deli's buzzer beater, but Kaylee already said that. So probably when we had a scrimmage, this is really embarrassing, but we scored in the wrong hoop. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. We did it. Um, Selena Torres. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> I don't even honestly know how it happened, but we just scored in the wrong basket. So that's here with Lindsay Carpenter. Um, did you make any New Year's resolutions? If so, what are they? Where are they? <laughs> I made the resolution not to cry because I cry a lot. Okay, how's it going so far? I cried at 12:40 on July 1st. January. January. Yeah. That's too bad. So I did, didn't quite get it. anything else. Just that. Just that. Okay. That's too bad. Uh, maybe next year. And I'm here with Hortonville Wrestling as Braden Belial. This one comes in from Alexander Knight on Instagram. Ask Braden Belial to sing. Yeah, I. He told me he did this, so uh, yeah. Let's see what you got. Uh, shoot. Um. Why am I blinking? I know so many songs I can't sing. You can do it. Um. Cause girls like you run well with guys like me to sundown when I come through. I mean a girl like you, yeah, yeah. Nita Hortonville and Asher Rockets boy team defeated Notre Dame four to nothing to qualify for their first ever state tournament appearance in program history. And after the game, I talked with head coach Mike Elkin. I see you guys have been so close for all these that several years. How does it feel like you get to actually get to say it now? Oh, it's, I mean, Coach Lindemann and I are, you know, it's it's one of those that uh, it's emotional. You know, it really is. All the hard work that we put in and the emotion that we have, it's just, it's crazy. She scored the game winner. Here is Madeline Jablonski. What's that feeling like when you see the like, puck go into that? I just like hugged my teammates, I chucked my gloves, and we were just in a big ball just screaming and crying and laughing. It was amazing. And here with uh, Nina Horton, Manasha Rockets boys hockey team. We're here with uh, Eric Alberts. If you have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, one superpower, probably the ability to read minds. Um, what would you do with that? I don't know. I'm afraid guess, to ask. 
I just, I could, you know, know what people are thinking about me, you know, and then be able to, like, react, like, be able to, I don't know, that would be sick. What do you think I'm thinking about you? Um, probably that I'm the best hockey player you've ever seen. <laughs> you already can read minds. We're here with Dylan Fox. There are a lot of girls at Hortonville High School. Why did you pick my sister? What are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, she's just, she loves hockey. That's part of it. She's a big fan. Yeah, that's what one big reason. What for do you that. think about her family? Uh, very unique family. Uh, love her brothers, mm -hmm. especially uh, Adam's my favorite. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're adding that out. The Clintonville basketball team are here with Sean Finger. Funniest teammate? Funniest teammate? Dylan Danforth. <laughs> Hands down, Dylan Danforth. That's correct. Why is that? Um, he can make a joke out of anything. So I mean, say he's a crackhead. Yeah. He's sure. He's, he's definitely a crackhead. <laughs> he just, <Okay. laughs> he's always joking around, and I don't think he ever takes anything seriously, so he's just... He's always in a good mood, and I don't know, he's just nuts. <laughs> and we are here with Clintonville Track and Fields. As we start with Joey Shelton, your dad was once my teacher in high school. What did he say about me as a student? I don't know. He doesn't really talk about his students that much. What do you think he would have said? He probably would have said you were pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, basically, right. if you don't annoy him, he's, he's yeah. good with it. I was a pretty cool student. Yeah. And we're here with Hortonville Cross Country. As we start with Lauren Bookinger. This first one comes in from not Eric Bookinger one seven six two seven eight three on Instagram. I noticed you didn't have a date to homecoming. Is that more because of your looks or is your awful personality in general? I think it's a good combination of both. Finish off with an easy one. Um, who's your least favorite teammate? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, Bert. Chloe Bile. <laughs> That's an easy one actually, Bert. <laughs> Plans after high school, what do you want to do? Uh, I'm gonna go to a college for four years. I don't you think know you'll actually get in? Shut up. <laughs> um, I don't know which one yet, and then I want to be a teacher. Early elementary. Here with Michael Jarvis, favorite song? Ooh, I would have to go with Careless Whisper. And how does that go? Can you sing it? Oh, God. Um, well, you got this really like sexy sax going at the start, and then it just goes, I'm never gonna dance again. It's guilty feeling. That's all I gotta give you. You can keep going. No, it's, okay. I, I forget the words. I'm here with Clayton Rath. This one also comes in from Josh Geezy on Instagram. Are your abs coming in yet? <laughs> uh, it's a process. Yeah. I trust the process. And we're here with Hortonville Boys Golf. We're here with Carter Cunninger. This first one comes in from Cade Nellison. Nielsen, sure. On Instagram, is that him? Yep. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's all right. How does Carter Cunningham keep his emotions under control on the course? <laughs> um, you know, it's a struggle sometimes. Uh, sometimes I get out of whack and uh, stuff happens, but you just got to be positive. You know? Feels like there's more to that. There is more. Uh, okay. There's been a few clubs that have not been in oh, one yeah. piece after a few rounds, but you know what? That's okay. As happens. long as you uh, shoot low. Yeah. And what's something we should know about your coaches? Uh, they're not going to listen, so you can say whatever you want. Way, way over there. Oh, uh, well, my coaches are very good at golf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, it's pretty nice because if, if you need help from them, they're willing to help. But, uh, yeah, no, they, uh, they're pretty good at golf. Nice. Well, Jack loves <laughs> <laughs> Light, likes the bars. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here with Brad Anderson. Who is the funniest teammate on Hortonville Boys Golf? Ryan Sabrin. No doubt. No doubt. 
way. Why, <laughs> no, and why, why is that? Uh, first of all, the hat he's wearing, and yeah. second of all, the Michigan sweatshirt. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is a nice hat. You think you're so funny? Tell me a joke, make you laugh. Uh, Brad's golf game. Oh, oh, that wasn't very nice at all. That's, oh, yeah, that wasn't You know, funny. I'm actually going to change it now. Tebbs is the <laughs> funniest guy on the golf Does he have a better joke? <laughs> yeah. I can't he doesn't. It's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was just mean. Uh, and we finish off with Dylan Fox. Are you still dating my sister? I am still dating your sister. <laughs> when do you plan on finding someone better? I don't know. I cannot tell you about that. <laughs> next year? Next month? So, everything, everything, go, everything going well? Yeah, it's going good right now. It's good. We are here with New London Baseball. as here with Miles Parker. Uh, who is your favorite teacher at New London High School? Uh, Miss Thorne, no doubt. Why is she your favorite? Um, she's very intelligent and she gives really good mom hugs. Yeah, nice. That's important. And we're here with Clintonville Softball. We're here with Abby King. Pet peeve, what's something that makes you upset? Oh, um, probably people that chew very loudly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Abby on this team? No. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Don't look at me! <laughs> I'm here with Tara Malaki. What's something we should know about your coach? She's not going to listen, so you can say whatever you want. Miss um, Cheney, she eats string cheese like a psycho. She, <laughs> she chomps it. Yeah, she yeah you got to string it out. She yeah. dead chomps it, so yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, yeah. Favorite teacher at Clintonville High School? Mrs. Cheney. Okay. She's, <laughs> even, she's so Even cool. with the string cheese situation? Oh, yeah. I okay. mean, I'm willing to overlook that. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and we're here with Hortonville Track and Field. We're here with Autumn Like. Who's the funniest athlete in the Hortonville Track and Field team? Oh my god. Uh, strong tie. Lauren Bookinger and mm, Alyssa no. Refuse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hilarious. We always talk about Spongebob. Uh, it's just good times at practice and meets. Alyssa, tell me a joke. Make me laugh. I think you're so funny. <laughs> oh, can't put me on the spot here. You can do it. Um, uh, you can do it. Uh, mm, so, uh, Sally got in a car accident, right? Unfortunately. Oh, this is not so very funny. Okay, continue. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, lost both of her arms. Um, knock, knock. Who's there? Not Sally. Wow. <laughs> that was a little dark, buddy. <laughs> okay, Sally doesn't have any arms. That's unfortunate for Sally. Okay. Hopefully, Sally's not listening. Um, and we're here with Hortonville Softball. I'm here with Emily Cliver. This first one comes in from Kenna Pulser on Instagram. It says, please ask Emily Cliver if she put diesel in her Duramax. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. I put uh, diesel in my Duramax. <laughs> Thanks for asking, Kenna. <laughs> we're here with Emily Nelson. What's something we should know about your coaches? They're not going to listen, so you can say it every one. Our coaches. Ooh. One or the other. <laughs> or both. Um... Well, Coach Bobby, yeah, he's a really big sweetheart. Like the yeah. other day in our game, I hit a foul ball right into his leg. Oh, no. <laughs> but he just laughed it off, you know. He didn't want to make me feel bad. Lakin just hit him in the wrist the other day. So he just gets beat up Taking by us abuse, and then yeah. still loves us. So. Wow. Okay. We are here with Haley Wenzel. This one comes in from Dylan Gaki on Instagram. Oh, <laughs> Tell Haley I said she's cute. Oh, hey. <laughs> so cute. You're no <laughs> But thank you. That's very nice. You too. Favorite favorite song. Favorite song. Yeah. Oh boy. I like. I got away with you by Luke Combs. I how just does, went to his concert actually. How does that go? Can you sing it? Oh no. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I can't. No. I can't. 
Oh, I was, I was about like, to be excited. I'll get it for you later if you want. No, no thank you, no thank you. I gotta, I gotta leave. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and we are here with Clintonville Baseball. As we're here with Sean Finger. Who is the funniest player on the Clintonville Baseball team? Probably Jacob Seelig. Jacob, tell me a joke, make me laugh. A 10-pound robin is a pretty big bird. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost. Ten <laughs> pound robin is a pretty big bird. <laughs> That's a good one. Right. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. The, definitely the funniest guy. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. And we're here with Hortonville Girls Soccer, and we were back with Sophie Vicciolo, who is going to answer the questions that were sent in to McKenna Jer Jervis. Yeah. Jervis. Okay. I can do it. And she's gonna answer. She's gonna answer them just like McKenna would, and that's it's gonna be a pretty, pretty wild experiment here. Okay. Uh, this first one comes in from Pete Jervis on Twitter. It says, "Ask McKenna who the cutest boy at Hortonville is, and if Macy McGlone is a good driver, and where McKenna is going to college, and why she is obsessed with how to get away with murder on TV, and how this relates to her career with her plans in anesthesiology." You got all that? <laughs> oh my word. Okay. We'll start one by one. Cutest boy at Hortonville High School. Well, she would say you, Pete, because you're always here. Right. You're always lurking. Um, next question. Next question was, <laughs> is Macy McGlone a good driver? We'll leave that one a secret because I'm incapable of driving myself anywhere and I leech off of the people, like the rides and cars and gas of other people. So we'll go for yes so she can continue to keep driving me. Okay, so this is you speaking as McKenna? Yes. Okay, fantastic. Um, where is McKenna going to college? Um, UW-Madison to find her soulmate. Um, okay. She has it all planned out. And then, oh, sorry, I, I have it all planned out. Yeah, you, you do. I do, yeah. Um, going to anesthesiology so I can do the least amount of work and make the most amount of money. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Um, why is she obsessed, why are you obsessed with uh, how to get away with murder on TV? Because I relate to the main character. Yeah. Um, um, how does this relate to your career plans in anesthesi or, uh, anesthesiology? You get to know how to put people to sleep. And we're here with Clintonville Girls Soccer. I'm here with Ezel Ramirez. Favorite food I like to eat? My favorite food, oh, this is actually a tough one. Um, oh, God, okay. We'll say pizza, pepperoni, yeah. and pineapple does not belong in pep, I mean, on pizzas. Well, that is... Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> I can't say Valina either. You can't say what? Valina. Vanilla. You know, like, Vanilla? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and pineapples are fantastic on pizza, by the no, way. I disagree okay, with that. that I will not. Um, favorite teacher at Clintonville High School is who? My favorite teacher in Clintonville High School is Miss Henschel. If you're hearing this, Henschel, I love you. <laughs> Mwah. 10 out of 10. She's the best math teacher ever. And just like we did last year, if you're listening to this, I'd like you to stand up. And show respect to our fellow student-athletes. They did a fantastic job all season long, both on the court, on the field, on the whatever they are playing on. And they also did a fantastic job in Prep Sports Weekly Replay all season long. So get up, give them a round of applause. That was fantastic. Okay. Next, we're going to our Teachers of the Year, and full disclosure, uh, the way we do this is we interviewed each each team throughout the every single high school sports team in New London, Hortonville, and Clintonville, and every single time we've ended, ended up with saying, hey, who's your favorite teacher? And then they tell us, 
and then I went through and tallied up all the favorite teachers, how many votes they got, and one caveat for this year that, we sh that you should know is that the teachers who won last year, that being, uh, let's see, Tammy Thorne from New London, that was also Dana Larchani from uh, Clintonville, and who else? What am I thinking? I'm missing the, <laughs> the teacher I had. What's his name? Jeff Rielke. Mr. Elke from Hortonville, he's also not eligible because they, they all won it last year. And we are going with different teachers this year. So if they could have won. Maybe they had more votes than other teachers. But uh, you'll never know. I'm keeping those votes secret because we have some three pretty fantastic candidates this year that won their Teachers of the Year. I met with them all in June. And they did a fantastic job. And we will start with Hortonville's Lisa Breaker. Met with her a few months ago. And she did a fantastic job. Here is Lisa Breaker. Mrs. Breaker from Hortonville High School as our first Teacher of the Year. And we're here with our Hortonville High School Teacher of the Year. It is Mrs. Breaker, Mrs. Lisa Breaker. How does it feel to win such a prestigious award? It feels pretty great. It's great that the students from Hortonville recognize me as somebody um, that they, they see in the hallways, they know, they recognize, and makes me feel like I'm doing a great job as a teacher here at Hortonville to get this award. Sure. Uh, starting off with an easy one, who is your favorite and least favorite student? Uh, <laughs> gosh, that's a hard one. Uh, I have to I give think, names? I think, I, think, <laughs> I think everyone we asked this last year said they're not answering, so it's up to you. Um, I, I would say uh, favorite student, um, I had two two young men in Polar Bear Enterprise this year, right. um, Dylan Fox and right. Connor Krause. Um, and they really kind of took the bull by the horns with screen printing. So in Polar Bear Enterprise, we take uh, jobs from different clubs and organizations in school and um, print shirts for them. So swap, sources of strength, the glow run that Mrs. Bloom put on at the elementary school. Um, anything also from powder puff shirts to debate. So they really did designing, um, talking to the customers and the clients, um, getting orders and things like that as well. And then all the way through the execution of making the design, printing the shirts, and then um, getting them delivered to, to the customers. So they really stepped it up a notch. Who are your least uh, favorite students? Kids that play Crunker. <laughs> I don't even know what that, what is that? A game. Okay. <laughs> Some sort of a video game that as soon as they log onto a computer, uh, they can't get on Crunker fast enough. Okay. Stay off Crunker, kids. Um, next question, what's, what makes a good student? What makes a good student? I think someone that, you know, respects the teacher, obviously, and someone I think that makes a good connection. Um, you know, as a teacher, a lot of times it seems like, you know, you have to work really hard to get that relationship, but I think, you know, that that relationship between students is a two-way street and, you know, saying hi to a kid in the hallway, it's reciprocal. Then they'll say hi to you back. And then when they're in your classroom, I feel like they have a higher level of respect for the teacher because it's a familiar face, it's someone they respect, it's someone you respect, so. And then on the opposite side, aside from Crunker, what makes for a not so good student? Um, waiting to the last minute to do your work. Um, you know, procrastination, um, it's a necessary evil. I know we all say we do our best work when we procrastinate, but um, out in, you know, the quote-unquote real world, uh, that's not always an, a, 
admirable uh, trait for future employers and employees. Right. Um, so do your work. Yeah, do your work. Um, so what do you think, obviously you got a lot of athletes that said you were their favorite teacher. What do you think makes for a good teacher? Um, I, I think it comes back to those relationships. Um, you know, I always tell kids, I'm an open door. If you ever need anything, come see me, come talk to me. Um, I'll be honest. Um, you know, I said I, I was a teenager and I've made mistakes before and hopefully the mistakes that I made can help you and um, just really opening up to kids and knowing, letting them know that you're a real person and, and you just form those relationships. Like I said, everything from, you know, saying hi to kids in the hallway to just establishing relationships by, hey, you know, what are you into? What kind of music do you like? What do you do for fun outside of school? And um, just kind of telling kids like, hey, when I was, you know, a kid, like we used to go swimming at the community pool and, you know, the fun things that, that we used to do and the fun things that they should be doing while they're in high school. Yeah. Um, who was your favorite teacher in high school? Uh, my favorite teacher in high school was uh, Mr. Andy Foos. He was a okay. tech ed teacher at New London High School, um, my alma mater. Um, he was um, kind of one of the reasons I went to school to be a tech ed teacher. So I thought, wow, this is a cool job, like, you know, teaching graphic design, which was one of my passions. Um, I did a work study when I was in high school in graphic design. So it was really cool to be able to take a couple things that I liked and make it into a job and a career. And I always worked with kids when I was a teenager, so it just seemed like the right avenue for me. Um, why did you decide that you wanted to become a teacher? I, I think a big thing is because I had good relationships with some of my teachers and not so good relationships you know, with teachers when I was a, a student. And I guess I wanted um, someone that kids could go to when they need someone to go to. And, and I had that in a couple different teachers when I had questions about going to college or questions about, you know, dating or questions about friend situations. I always felt like at my school I had somebody that I could go to and I feel that's important for kids because sometimes it's always uncomfortable talking to parents or uh, friends' parents or anything like that and sometimes you know, a teacher is that next person and, you know, we're here eight, nine, ten hours a day and so we we're, we're make ourselves available to kids and so I always thought that was great that I had that support from my teachers when I was in high school and I wanted to do the same for, for kids. We also got a few questions sent in our social media audience. Uh, Carter Cunninger from Instagram, he said, um, was Carter Cunninger really your favorite student? Apparently not, because you already, already sent the answer. <laughs> One of my top. <laughs> One of my favorite. Yeah, right up there. Uh, next one is from Mark Marsh on Twitter. Who was the best neighbor while growing up on Oriole Street? Mark Marsh. Yeah, it sounds like it would be him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, uh, what do you enjoy most about uh, teaching here at Hortonville High School? The students. Um, I started here, this is my, I just finished my fifth year. And I live in Hortonville, so I thought it would be a great segue. Like, I would get to school and I would know all these kids. And I found out that I didn't know a lot of kids. And so I really tried to find ways to start um, getting to know kids through going to athletic events. Um, I helped with the musical set for a couple years. Um, I've been 
um, chaperoning dances and things like that. And even just going out into the hallway and you have a student in class and they're with a friend you've never had in class. So, hey, what's your name? You know, then seeing them a little bit later and kind of striking up a conversation with them. Um, so the students have really been really awesome. And so getting to know, know the kids here at Hortonville. I know you said you didn't have her as a student, but my sister, Lauren Bookinger, what do you think she's like as a student? Bit of a troublemaker? Not at all. Okay. You sure? Not at all. Okay. She's going to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's the uh, last question I have for you is um, uh, who are some people you want to thank for winning our second annual Teacher of the Year Award here at Hortonville High School? You know, I guess I, I would like to thank my family. Uh, I have three kids at home, and... Uh, they're excited to have me as a teacher, so I think that um, you know keeps me going. It keeps me excited. Um, my daughter's already like talking about taking classes with me, and she's going to be in sixth grade next year. So, and and my husband, of course. So I have a pretty great support system at home. Awesome. Anything else that uh, that you wanted to add? No, I'm just really honored that the kids selected me as the the teacher of the year for Hortonville High School. Everybody, stand up and show your respects to the first teacher of the year that we're talking about this year, the second annual teacher of the year for Hortonville High School. It's Lisa Breaker. Fantastic job, Lisa. <laughs> Next, we will go to Clintonville to meet with Mr. Kevin Reese. He is our second teacher of the year, the second teacher of the year for Clintonville High School. He did a fantastic job in his interview. We met with them a couple months ago. Here is Mr. Kevin Reese as our Clintonville High School Teacher of the Year. And we are here with the Clintonville High School Teacher of the Year. He is Mr. Kevin Reese. First question, how does it feel to win such a prestigious honor? I am completely honored. This was a surprise. I, did, I didn't know I was in the running. And what I like most about it is this was voted on by the people, so to speak. Other awards I've won were administrative people who knew me behind the scenes recommended me, but this is voted for by the kids. The kids in the classroom, so um, that means a lot to know that it was the kids voting for me. Sure, and uh, easy question for you to start out with: Who's your favorite student? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I, I would like to say my favorite students are my students, okay. my 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 calculus class, because at that point, and they're doing math so hard, and at that point, we feel in it together. And um, they, I can give them feedback that's uh, blunt, and they can handle it, and they actually crave it, and they try to outdo uh, the re the reception of, of my my sarcasm yeah. um, when I hand back quizzes. So I have a lot, I had a lot of fun with that this year. So I, it was a very small class, eight kids. So I'm going to put them as my favorite this year because I could be real with them. I didn't have to sugarcoat it for them. Do you have a least favorite? <laughs> um, my least favorite students are the students that I lose sleep about at night. I, yeah. I really take pride in, I can motivate kids. I can get them to believe that they can do math. I, I can get them to try hard and difficult problems. I can get them to feel more successful, maybe, than, maybe more successful than they had with other teachers. And the ones that are my least favorite are the ones I'm trying to make my favorite. I'm trying to make into that success story, but uh, man, I, I can't name them by names, but there's yeah. just some that I, I'm trying my best, you know, and, and I really, 
lose sleep that there's this one, that one, these couple that I can't, like, come on, smile and let's try. Let's wake up, let's try, let's participate, let's see what happens. And the best feeling as a teacher is when you hook them and you bring them in and, and that's what I try for. But there were a few this year that I could never hook. Yep. And I'm guessing they didn't vote for me for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what's, uh, what, what makes for a good student, in your opinion? Um, you don't have to be naturally good at math. You don't even have to be great at math. What, what, what I like in a student is a student who shows up ready to be there. Alert, um, paying attention, stopping me when, when something doesn't make sense, asking, asking questions, asking questions of other students. I, I like my classroom to be not me just talking, but um, to have it be interactive. So a good student in my in my world is there and and um, you know just just with me as I'm lecturing and trying to do tr and trying their best you know and walk away from class I think I understood that but I'm going to practice a few I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to come in and get some help if that that I didn't that didn't quite make sense but but they care and they have they have pride in what they do even if they're not going to use math in real life or or for their college intentions or career intentions adult intentions um, they're just they just want to do their best every day and you, and you put a test in front of them and they're gonna try to try to score their best score and give their best effort possible on the other side you kind of answer this a little bit but what's that, what would make for a not so good student uh, a not so good student is the one who you know standardized tests don't define you and your report card doesn't define you but um, when you when you when you take a test, you represent yourself, your family, you know, your your school, your community. Just have a little pride in it. And there are a lot of kids, and I don't know if it's I'm getting older. There's a, this generation, whatever. It's just I feel like people, kids tried early in my career. Maybe I could bring that out on them easier because I was younger. But you know, just just the ability to. I want to see how good I can do on this. I, w I want to see where I'm at. And, and now kids are like, I want to see if I can get this done. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, that's just, it's very frustrating. It's hard to combat that as a classroom teacher. Obviously, a lot of people said you were a good teacher. What do you think makes for a good teacher? Um, well, first of all, I teach math because... Uh, Math was the hardest subject for me. My lowest grades in high school and college are in math, in fact. Um, so I think that humility that I had to work at it too, and knowing that I had to put in more effort for this class than other classes, um, I think grounds me in, in what I'm doing and helps me relate to kids. But I think a good teacher, you know, knows their knows their content, but also knows their craft and 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 is willing to recognize that it how to change it and be reflective in, in modifying their approach. That lesson didn't go well today, or this group of kids needs it a different way. Um, not just being complacent, and this is my file, and this is what's been in my file for my whole career, and I'm going to go to my file. Um, I think a good teacher gets away from their file and gets away from and tries to improve their file, um, and uh, doesn't necessarily have to be handcuffed to a textbook either. They're, the textbook can kind of help you pace and guide things and give, and give you, in math, uh, some problems to practice. But, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like sometimes you, part of the job is recognizing this lesson could be better done this way and, and being willing to take a shot at it. Who was your favorite teacher when you were in high school? 
Um, wow. I went to Shy Octon. I uh, graduated in the late 90s, and, and um, there were a lot of teachers there at the, at the end of their career um, who, who have since retired. Um, I like the teachers that were storytellers, and, and I try to bring that into my, um, my teaching. I don't know that I'm the strongest English student, but my English teacher, Mr. Amholt, was a storyteller. Um, uh, Mr. Harris, a, a, a social studies teacher, was a storyteller, and by them telling stories and I incorporate into my teaching, the kids realize that you're human and um, have had human experiences. It's always funny when kids see you at a grocery store, what are you doing here? I'm huge, yeah. like I, I consume calories, I need to buy, <laughs> buy food, you know? Like, it's just kind of like they don't realize that sometimes your teachers have a, a life outside of the math, the math classroom and the math textbook. So my favorite teachers from high school, I, I don't know that they, my math teacher, Mr. Hansen, was great and gave me a great math background and, and I've stayed in touch with him today. My middle school math teacher, Mr. Drozicki, I've stayed in touch with him till, until today. They were great teachers and I, and I thought they did a great job delivering math, but aside from the math, the, the human the storytelling and the, and the connection to the community, your family, um, taking interest in you, um, really stuck out. And I've tried to bring that, uh, you know, math, the math standards have changed and math best practices changed, but I still try to bring a little storytelling into the classroom. And I, and I really took that from my high school teachers, more than the actual academic lessons. And, and no offense to their academic lessons, like, yeah. the stories are what you remember. They're legendary, in fact. So. Yeah. Um, why did you decide that uh, teaching is going to be in your future? Why did you want to get into teaching? <laughs> um, I, you know, you're supposed to choose your, your, your guy friends over girls, right? That's the, the motto. We'll keep it politically correct, the motto. But um, in high school, I, I chose a girl. I chose to um, stay in a classroom with Mr. Hanson, the math teacher, and tutor a girl that I had a crush on. Nice. And... Uh, <laughs> I didn't go to the library anymore and read the sports sections with the guys, and um, I took a lot of heat for that, and I never ended up dating the girl either. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah. Waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, yeah, probably <laughs> in hindsight. But her mother approached me and told me that I was, uh, that I, I had a, a gift, a, a calling, a, a, an ability to help her daughter with math, and that I should really consider being a math teacher, and of all the places to... I knew, I, growing up in a dairy farm, I knew that my heart wasn't in farming every day, all day, but I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I knew I had the grades and the, the ambitions to go to college, but I didn't know what to do. Um, I, before that, I was thinking law or politics or things I wouldn't have really been cut up for in the end, um, but those are my young high school ambitions. And um, yeah, she came along. and. Her mom, her mom was the one that pointed me in the direction of teaching, and, and Mr. Hansen and Mr. Drozwicki had always mentioned math careers would be would be good for me, um, but they never intended. They've even told me they never intended teaching to be the way that I did math. But yeah, some girl I tutored's mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you enjoy most about teaching here in Clintonville High School? I enjoy the rush of the audible. Um, I never played football. My dad didn't let me. Um, I was, I'm a big guy. I was a big kid in high school, too. I wouldn't have been quarterback anyway. But kind of that Peyton Manning at the line of scrimmage, changing the play, 
that happens every day, all day as a teacher. And I, and I, and I don't like it when my best laid plans are ruined, but I really enjoy when my best laid plans need to be, you need to know your plans so that you can modify it on the fly. Um, and I like that when a kid, I don't teach from a script. I don't teach with, uh, here's your notes, fill in the blanks because I want kids to have questions. I want kids to say, well, what about, what about doing it this way? Or I, I tried it this way. And I like to have the, the space and the freedom to address their questions. And in the end, if they say, well, what if you did this to the problem? Um, then what would we do? I like, I like to have the, oh, you know what? Let, let's go with that. Let's try that. So I like having to be on guard and, and gauging your audience, ga the kids, right? Gauging their their participation, their questions, their understanding, but, but having them feel comfortable enough to, let's just blow this up and, and I'm going to answer your question right now. Uh, but still keeping your, your eye on the prize, you know, you still, you still in the end of the drive want to score the touchdown. Um, but I like the audibles. I, 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 there's a rush in that. Yeah. And this last question, Norris, people you want to thank for winning our second annual Teacher of the Year here in Clintonville High School. Um, every thank you has to begin with thanking Sean Hall and Jim Naper, um, so I have to shout out to them. Nice. But, um, I want to thank the kids. This was voted on by the kids. Um, teaching math is high, and I teach the high level math classes usually. Teaching math is not like they run in the door, smile on their face, eager to tackle today's challenging lesson. So to know that the question was, who's your favorite teacher, right? To know that, to know that I am considered a favorite despite torturing them with right with some pretty rigorous math content, but come out, you know, this isn't a word for rigorous content or anything like that, um, but to know that I come out on the other end still being considered a favorite um, teaching these hard math classes. I gotta thank the kids. I gotta thank the kids for signing up, taking the challenge for those math classes and, and, um, and enjoying the experience while they're there. So thank you to the, the students at CHS. Give it up for Mr. Kevin Reese. And we'll finish up in New London with Mr. Kyle Labinsky. He is our New London High School Teacher of the Year, the second one ever at New London High School and our third and final Teacher of the Year for 2018-19 school year. He did a fantastic job. met with him a few months ago. Here he is, New London High School Teacher of the Year, Kyle Labinsky. And we're here with New London High School Teacher of the Year. He is Kyle Labinsky. First question, how does it feel to win such a prestigious award here? <laughs> Well, it's, a, it's an extreme honor. Uh, uh, it's nice to know that uh, I'm appreciated by the students and um, members of the community, so it's, it's, a, it's a good honor. Sure. Then I'll start off an easy one here. Uh, who's your favorite student? Who's my favorite student? <laughs> yeah. That's an easy one. Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of them. All of them. All How of about them. that? All of them. All of them that work hard and, uh, and, and show up every day and do what needs to be done. What about least favorite? Um, <laughs> another one, another, no, um, no least favorite students. They're all, they have good and bad days. And, uh, you know, I, I do have to get on kids when they have bad days, but you know, that's, that's part of it. And hopefully they know why I'm doing it. Sure. Real question. What would make a good student? What's the ideal student for you? Uh, well, ideal student for me, I, I, since I teach a lot of, uh, engineering courses and, and, uh, and chemistry are, uh, students that are creative, um, students that 
uh, kind of push the envelope. They want to learn. Um, they want to learn new things. They ask questions, uh, problem solve, and uh, try to find different ways to to find solutions uh, to the problems that I ask them for. So um, many of the uh, questions that I try to give them, especially my engineering students, are um, are up in the air, are open ended, and and they have different ways to millions of ways to solve them and they just have to come up with the, the best route for it. And what would make for the opposite of a not so good student in your opinion? Uh, well for me it's I, I struggle with the students that uh, that don't um, that don't push themselves that they just kind of coast through and and uh, try not to try to get the least amount possible done that, that they can by getting by <laughs> they're just by you know, getting through the day. So, but uh, that's kind of my job to push them and kick them in the butt a little bit and get them going. Right. <laughs> and then obviously you got quite a few votes, so obviously people think you're a good teacher. What uh, What do you think makes for a good teacher? Uh, well, there's a lot of qualities. It's, I guess for me, it's, um, I, I try to connect with students. I try to, to find out what they're interested in to, to, uh, and then just have conversations with them and see how they're doing and um, see how their day is going and and kind of take it from there. Um, just building a relationship with them and and then taking that, you know, and, and kind of running with it. And hopefully that builds a little mutual respect and, and uh, then they want to learn and want to learn from me and, and the subjects that we're teaching and, and going from there. And who was your favorite teacher when you were in high school? Uh... Well, I had a few of them. Um, I had a, a tech ed teacher that was, and I actually had a couple coaches as well. Um, I played uh, baseball and basketball that, that kind of connected well with me and and uh, were able to kind of push me. Um, I had a tech ed teacher at, at Appleton East that I went that, uh, uh, he was kind of, he was very, it's kind of the same thing. He had a lot of projects, but um, we were able to design and do things that that interested me, and and I was able to. He was pretty flexible and pretty lenient. That as far as letting me produce the different different objects that I wanted to uh, to make. So I had a handful of them. Yeah. And then uh, what's what was it about teaching that made you want to get into this as a career? Um, well. I guess when I was uh, in high school, um, I, I just liked, I had a lot of, I had three, uh, three younger siblings, and um, I just kind of like doing things with them, uh, doing things with younger kids. I started out uh, in elementary ed at UW Oshkosh, and then I kind of, I switched courses more to middle school and high school um, at college level, which I, I thought was probably good for me. Um, but... Uh, I think that was the main thing. Just I, I like doing those, watching the kids smile. You know, doing doing things that that they enjoyed, um, and then uh, ultimately I, I wanted to coach as well. So I thought this was a good avenue for for coaching all of the different athletics and the different things I like to do when I was growing up. 
This next one comes in from Mark Marsh on Twitter. He sent in a question. Oh, boy. <laughs> said, will the great Chicago Cubs win a second World Series this century before the lowly Atlanta Braves? Oh, geez. Yeah, he's one of those Cubs guys. I don't like it either. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's possible. Um, uh, but the Braves are, are playing well. They're on a seven-game win streak. And, first place, uh, I think. First right? place yeah. by a game and a half. Uh, they got the Phillies this weekend. So hopefully they can keep it rolling. I think they need a little bit better bullpen. But other than that, their lineup and their starting pitching is doing all right. <laughs> I'll leave it, leave it to Mark there. <laughs> how, how did you become a Braves fan? How did that happen? Um, well, my, when I was little, my dad was a, um, a big Milwaukee Braves fan. Uh, and then when they switched to Atlanta, he kind of stuck with them. And when I was young, they were on, on TV. Uh, they were on TV. Right. They were on TBS. That's, that's usually how that starts. Every day. Yeah. So uh, I got to watch them every day and just kind of stuck with them through the 80s when they weren't so good. And then when they hit the 90s, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you enjoy about teaching at uh, New London High School? Uh, lots of things. I think the, the biggest thing um, is the people that I work with um, and the students that I get to work with every day. Um, we have a great faculty here, a great staff, and a great administration. Uh, really fun to work with, and and uh, the students are um, are really good kids. Um, so I think that's probably number one. As long as you have a, a good group to work with, it makes makes work fun. And this last question: Who are some people you want to thank for winning our second annual Teacher of the Year oh, here geez. at uh, at uh, New London High School? Uh, I'd like to thank whoever voted for me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank administration for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> no, that's, um, yeah, it's, I guess it's just the, the students that, uh, that voted. There you and, go. Uh, hopefully they, obviously we've had a good relationship and hopefully we can keep it going. Give it up to them, folks. Mr. Kyle Levinsky. Our Teachers of the Year brought to you by Nicolay Coffee, fresh as the Northwoods. Start your day with Nicolay. You can check them out online at nicolaycoffee.com. Okay. We have now heard our best of Season 2. We have now heard from our Teachers of the Year. And this show is going to take a bit of a turn here. As I will announce, this is our final episode of Prep Sports Weekly Replay. I have accepted a new job, and while I'm excited to get that going in the next few weeks, I'm absolutely going to miss everything that we have done here with the New London Press Star and the Clintonville Tribune Gazette. Uh, being involved in sports is why I got into this business in the past three years have been absolutely fantastic. I was given creative freedom by my bosses and encouraged to try different things, and we did that with adding our Twitter and Instagram accounts. We had a lot more videos and even a Facebook Live pregame show, which a lot of people said they enjoyed. And, of course, this podcast, which was my favorite thing we were able to put together. Had an absolute blast doing it, meeting with each team for our teams of the week. I thought that was a big success. And I always, rem always remember the uh, the Press Star Sports Chants from the New London Hortonville um, student sections and all the support from the Clintonville student section as well, and all three schools' support has been absolutely fantastic. But it's been an awesome three years, but all great things must come to an end. Good luck to all the people I was able to work with, whether it was coaches, it was players, Former players, administrators, fellow photographers, and everybody I've worked with here at the New London Press Star and Clintonville Tribune Gazette newspapers. 
I appreciate everyone's help and all their support. My last day here will be Friday, September 6th. I'll be headed to the Clintonville Alumni, the Jordan Sorensen game on Friday night. And then I'll be heading to the first half of the New London football game. And then after that, I'll head in straight to Hortonville for their football game on Friday night. So I'll try to visit all three schools before I head out. But I will leave you with one final project I created. I put together a song wrapping up my three years covering high school sports. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, in New London, Clintonville, and Hortonville. And this will be it. We'll play this song, and that's going to be the end of the podcast and the end of my time here. So why don't you go ahead and hit that music. What up? It's your boy, E-Money. About to close that final chapter. Let's get this bread. So I graduated from college after gaining a bit of knowledge. Being a kid was cool, but I was all done with school. Time to be an adult. Time to get out and work. Be employed. Pay your bills. Parents say, hey, get out of the basement. Took a few years, but now I got my own apartment. Back in 2016, landed my first job. Time to torch the sweatpants. Be less of a slob. Here with the Press Star and the Tribune Gazette. Here to cover the news and the sports, you bet. We did a lot of things. We had a lot of fun. Here to tell you all about it as this rap has just begun. We start in Hortonville, where it all began, the class of 2012, when I was the man. Highest free throw percentage, I was 2 for 2 from the line, 11 career varsity points, and as the kids say, I own this joint. A few years later, I'm back in the Polar Bear City, new upgrades and renovations made the place look pretty. The football team loves grilling meats, don't take much to realize Coach Colossal's beard is elite. The team of the week was always so great, like a time I asked my sister why she didn't have a date. Ryan Krieger came in, he shot the perfect three, scored 1,360 more points than me. And don't you forget, the best wrestler in America, the name is Eric Barnett. Hortonville girls hoops, the first team I saw make it to state, they did it twice more, three in a row is nothing to hate. Their success made other schools feeling so jelly, they qualified in 18 the day after baby Edith came out of coach's belly. Home of Trucker Pride, we head down to Clintonville, a nice little town, just the perfect place to chill. We start with someone who's known as Cat. Catherine Morse is my very first interview, didn't go very well, so I had to improve. But after three years, I think I figured it out, learning new things of what life is all about. So where do we go next? Oh yeah, Clintonville Trek, they were one of the best, with athletes Kara Piatskowit and Allison Booth. Triple jump is their game, something I could never do. Mel with Trucker Volleyball as our team of the week, someone said snakes suck and they thought it was funny. Softball coach Cheney named season one teacher of the year, that's a fact, but the way she eats string cheese, we might have to take it back. Next we'll find ourselves in New London, take a bull, grab a dog, put them together, you find yourself a bulldog, first wrestling champ in school history, the name is Scott Cook, and the softball team's five state trips was one for the record book, and cross country made it to state, plowing right through the snow, the coldest experience in my life, wear gloves you dope, and let's get ourselves back on the ice, Hattie Barron helped the stars to win a state title, that's nice. Don't forget a couple hoop stars, Leopold Rath, of course, Kate Christian. She played in every sport. I talked to her so much, I ran out of questions. Known as Presser Sports across this land, and Ricky Gate is something I will never understand. And we'll finish up with the number one squad. Shouts to Scott, Dave, Burt, Nick, Kevin, Terry, Julian, Jeff, because with them I learned plenty. 
Also, Gerald, Bernice, Neil, Tom, John, Bob, and the legend they call Nettie. It's one heck of a crew, and I'll miss daily interactions with each and every one of you. Because the company let me do a lot of cool stuff. Posted stories, photos, videos, and started a podcast. I was so nervous at first, I almost had a heart attack. From interviews to our team of the week to teachers of the year, it's the best podcast in America is all we hear. Because they got a voice for newspapers and a face for radio, reporting live for the roundest head in sports media. But despite all the adversity, started pregame show on Facebook Live with Eric Bookinger, that's me. But so long, my friends, it's been a heck of a run. Thank you for joining me in all of the fun. But don't you worry, because I won't be going far. I'll just hop in the car, head wherever you are. And if I'm not in attendance, I'll watch from afar. It'll be so bizarre. I've run out of things that rhyme with far, but now I'm a fan. Polar Bears, the Truckers, the Bulldogs, the three favorite teams for this 26-year-old man.